honestly, we're going to do this episode. I have no idea whether or not I have nothing to say or a lot to say. But it's going to be an episode. That's for damn sure. I thought last week we were unprepared when uh, we didn't have a doc. I don't think I need a doc this time. I don't need really points on anything. We're just kind of going to roll. Um, obviously, the Leafs lost last night. So I guess we'll start with that. I don't I don't know. Um, they were up 3-1 in the series at one point. They are now done. They lost three straight to put them out in game seven for the what hundredth year in a row now. I feel like it's been give or take. I think give it yeah. 101. Think, yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more yeah. sense. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to finish. I don't know how much yelling I need to be doing. I just know that this fucking sucks and I hate being a leaf fan. I literally last night took all of my leaf stuff that I own and I packed it in a box. And I took that box out to our backyard shed and I locked it in there in there. And I, I told everyone in my family, I'm, I'm not bringing that thing out until the Leafs win a playoff series, because there's no point in supporting a team that doesn't support me. What's the point? It's the healthiest decision I've ever made. It's just rid the leaf, the, the Leafs from my life. And uh, yeah, I really don't know what else to, to say on that. They suck. So sick of it. They should be good. It was really heartbreaking to watch. Oh my god! All like those last three games, man. Like great, great for Montreal. I it think just got worse to, and like, worse. You know, I know you're a Leaf fan, but I'm gonna give. My, oh, shout out to the Habs! Tip my hat to the Habs. Yeah, absolutely, man. They did wonderful for coming back in that series. They started yeah. every game. Oh, for with, sure. Like like hot. They put the pressure on the Leafs, and and sure, the Leafs came back with some scoring, but it was not, you know, it was not sustainable, and it was definitely not. Not at the at the right moments, right? Not in the in no. the necessary moments. No. So they had let's let's count it out. We got William Nylander, Alex Kerfoot, TJ Brody, Jack Campbell, Jake Muzzin, and Jason Spezza. So they had six guys that showed up, I would say. Unless you have someone else that I can't think of. They had six guys show up for I mean six of seven games. Yeah, it was it was tough. Like Travis Durbin, I think, showed up at at parts, but there's but it was not the enough. Giveaway. But not it was enough. the brutal giveaway, yep. right? It, it's it's shades of of same old Toronto making costly mistakes and mm-hmm. and just you know they they backed themselves into a corner where they weren't able to make any more mistakes, right? No. Every time that they came back late, it was a late push to get us into overtime, and then mm-hmm. you can't make a mistake from there. And the way that they play is unfortunately a game that mistakes are going to happen from them. Yeah, well, for sure. You just got to be able to outscore them. And they just... They pressure so much offensively yeah. that they're going to give There's up... There's going to be turnovers. Changes. Yeah, I think the, the thing that I'm most frustrated in was not seeing Freddie Anderson at least once. This guy, uh, this was... Man, Jack he, wasn't a problem, though. Like, he, look, he averaged look, less than two goals a game. He was a problem, though, because when you needed to save... Yeah, he wasn't there for a save. That, that goal on Gallagher from Gallagher was terrible. I mean, right, he, and like just, a save there, but like there was so many times. Bottom line is, you can't win a game scoring one goal in the last minute in garbage time. You just also tough to win games though from behind, right? Yeah. Like every time sure. you were playing from sure. behind, you got they just kind of locked it down goals, after you got, that. You got two goals, you got three goals, you can score, but you already know that your your offense is struggling in the big players yeah <laughs> right and the big two have the big two have been shut down right That's they're garbage like, they were useless man. they did yeah, absolutely they just, nothing 
They were scared, um, it looked like. To get into any, you know, any shot that was going to get them an opportunity to score. Yeah. It didn't seem like it was there, especially in that that final game for me. No. The only the only thing here is like I there's only so many years you can blame the goalie before you just kind of take a look at this team and realize maybe they don't have what it takes. They're they're an incredible regular season team. I just I don't know, man. Like Mitch Marner was invisible for that series. Great penalty killer. I'll give him that. But like, I'm not paying you $11 million to be a penalty killer. I'm not paying you anything, but they're not paying you $11 million to be a penalty killer. Like your job is to put up points on the board. And he just didn't do that. Plain and simple. Like he just wasn't relevant for most of the series, had a bunch of key turnovers that led to goals and he did nothing. And then Austin Matthews, man, I think he looked dangerous in that last game, but never really anything came of it. A lot of things were, were hitting bodies. Yeah, just he was definitely making plays on the ice, but a lot of plays were in the neutral zone or in mm-hmm. the defensive zone because mm-hmm. Montreal was just putting the pressure on the Leafs and they cough it up and back down. they go. Right. And it seemed like the the same kind of offensive like idea to get into the into the zone and, and it wasn't working, right? Montreal no, sat no, back to terrible. the red line, yeah, till center ice, and then yeah. they would pressure from there. Mm-hmm. Right, they they let the Leafs get some momentum and get some speed, but then there was two of them on you, and it felt like there was six of them on you. Yeah, they were everywhere. I, the Leafs were, and it was it was incredible to see them work. They were great. Well. They were and fantastic. Then, they played a phenomenal series yeah. from game four, five onwards. But they were when fantastic. We go back, thinking about the Leafs, Freddie Anderson was the guy until Jack Campbell sure. showed up, and let's not forget how much the Leafs had paid, like to get Freddie Anderson, right? Yeah. I know it, that it was like they, they traded for him. A couple was like sure. a second. It's not too right. bad. But, but that was the assumption, and especially going Sure. You could have gone to Freddie, maybe. Freddie was the guy. And maybe. I think game six was was an okay opportunity, too, because, you know, you, you absolutely get the overtime loss. You come mm-hmm. back from three goals. But Jack Campbell, at that point, kind of wasn't – like, he wasn't showing much. He was showing you that, that – He was good enough. He the guy he was the guy was like afterwards. fourth in the league in goals against so far in the postseason. Like his save percentage is top three of them. I understand I'm that, like man, he's been fantastic. It's just I was not seeing anything that was telling me he was going to give you that save. Sure, but right? like Carey I saw Price nothing was. out of the third. I guess it's only twenty two million dollars <laughs> worth of forwards that did anything relevant at all. And like right, but when that's you can talk about goaltending, like something. if you if you get less than two goals against a game, like if you're averaging two goals or less a game in a series you should win the series handedly but you have your big your big pickup at the deadline and Nick Felino was hurt so he was irrelevant the the heart and character guys you have in Zach Hyman Joe Thornton and uh what's his name Wayne Simmons were absolutely useless they did nothing all series and then they there's just, just no way, forward depth around this like they it, had way too much expectation to score though right as soon as Tavares so Tavares is injured yeah and then Matthews and Marner struggle to score and now you're relying on Joe Thornton and Jason Sp- like Jason I'm not Spence even relying on them did. just do something but they were but that was the Leafs point though was now we have to rely on our depth scoring which they never had right no, they can't. they're just it Gauchenyuk doesn't exist too new to a system yeah. especially to start changing up lines where it's like oh nylander's there nylander's not because that mm. changes the dynamic of that lineup for sure right i if thought nylander's on the ice or not your th- your zone entrance is different i thought gelch had a really good game four um i thought he was good for most of game five until the overtime um yeah but just I, I think this is the product of Kyle Dubas kind of folding to everybody's attitude of, oh, in order to win in the playoffs, you need heart, you need grit, you need toughness, you need vets that have done it before. 
And he got all of that. And he picked up everything that everybody wanted. And he traded for Nick Foligno instead of Taylor Hall. And he brought in Jumbo Thornton, despite the fact that he's 100 years old. And they brought in Wayne Simmons, despite the fact that he hasn't been good in six years. And they brought in what everybody wanted. And it clearly did not work. It, that, that is not the way you're building a team anymore. Like, if you look at the best teams in hockey right now, the Colorado Avalanche were built on scoring. The Tampa Bay Lightning yeah, were yeah. built on scoring. The, Cal- <laughs> the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes were built on scoring. They just they built teams that are analytically good, and the percentages are going to tell you that you're going to win. Everyone they brought in on this team does not fit that mantra, and it, it's kind of Kyle Dubas just folding into everybody saying, like, oh, we're not tough enough to win in the playoffs. Like, you don't really have to be that tough to win in the playoffs. You need to put the puck in the fucking net, and they couldn't do that for four or five games of the series. It's just... I. I I don't blame Kyle Dubas for doing it because he just listened to what everybody else said and he brought in what everybody else thought they should bring in. If this is Kyle Dubas's team right now, you don't see Jumbo Thornton. You don't see Wayne Simmons. You probably don't see Nick Foligno. Uh, you might not even see Zach Hyman after this year. I, you might not see him anyways. Like, I think it's a completely different roster. I think you see Nick Robertson more this year. I think you would have seen Rasmus Sandin all season if he wasn't hurt. It's just a completely different team if it's not built the way everybody wants Kyle Dubas to build it. Kyle Dubas is trying to build the Colorado Avalanche and everybody else wants to see the 70s Flyers. It's a, it's ridiculous. He's stuck somewhere in this hybrid team right now that has both. And I get it. There's not a lot of money to dish around because you gave, you've given it to three guys. Don't tell me it's four guys because Nylander's on a phenomenal contract. He's a first-line winger playing, paying, getting paid under seven. Like, enough. You get, you're paying three guys over $10 million. So, yeah, it's hard to build a team around that. But he knows what he's doing, and he's trying to do it his way. But when you're coming at him saying, we need defense, we need goaltending, we need this, we didn't need either of those in this series. The defense was great. The goaltending was great. They gave up no shots. They gave up minimal goals, but they couldn't score. They'd shoot 35, 40 shots a night and couldn't score. They were also like a lot of easy outside shots, right? There were, yeah, I think, we're going they had into the nothing. Yeah, a lot of their shots actually came from the D point, uh-huh. and I think on the right D point too, which is like just right at Carey Price. I found a lot of their shots too when they would get it were like frantic, and they would just fire at center, mm-hmm. like center crest, right? It's it sucks to watch that. Carey Price made some big saves too, right? Like to mm-hmm. watch him and the difference between, you know, the carry price of regular season and now the playoff carry price. Like it's, it's phenomenal. He's back again to being really, really good. Yeah. Some of those saves that were made should not have been made. He didn't see the puck at all. And he just, he's there. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what you need. And especially for a team that's, that's going to fight for you. Right. They had nothing to lose going into that series and the Leafs had everything to lose. And they felt that that's incredibly tough to maintain control and to maintain this pressure on the other team. Yeah. Right. And even still, I heard it from almost every, like every Leafs fan or, or kind of like every Leafs analyst was this fear, this doubt that this was going to happen. And you know what Montreal didn't have that fear or the fear doubt. or doubt. Yep. Absolutely. And even if they did, it was like, Oh, well, we were, we made it to the playoffs, which was amazing. Anyway, they had nothing to play for. They didn't care. Right. They're playing with house money. Yeah, and they could do it again. Yeah. They um, could just easily run. run sure, they games. could beat the Jets. I don't see why not. Yeah. They beat us. I mean, hell of a could still series, but I I don't really see Carey Price having seven more games of this, but if he does, good for him. He's on, he's he on a fucking seven. mission. He needs to have four. Well, he, he's got to have 12 more if they want to win the whole thing. Four, he, he needs four. Good ones he needs four more he of those four games. Well, even still, he could have one of those games, and their team just might not score, but... 
either way, um, I don't know what's wrong with this team. I just the issue now though is with Jack Campbell being on such a a very team friendly contract. Mm-hmm. How do you bring somebody else in like that for for more money? Or I, for, I don't I don't think you do. I think you bring like Chris Drieger is an option right now because I think so Florida is so scrambling. So though now out of out of Jack Campbell is that you? I think he's enough to be my to number be one. one. Yeah, absolutely. He was I phenomenal. Just, I, he was phenomenal in that series. He was phenomenal the entire season. Uh, he's good enough to be. He wasn't an issue. He was a non-issue win. the entire season. Yeah, it's not there because of him. Bad, but there were some bad. Doesn't matter. Goals, they what didn't score. Over, okay, but they didn't score goals. Plain now. and simple. You're gonna tell me that over a complete season, he's we'll see. going to be able to get you to the playoffs. So that's that's a complete step back. He from, looked I think, what fantastic. He's one of the best looking goalies in the playoffs Dude, but this season. So like Freddie Anderson could have been that. Sure, but he hasn't been, and he never has been. He's never shown that he can. So I what's the difference? Given, and I'm not paying him more than six million to come back and try again. He's not worth it at this point. He's gone. You've got Jack at one point one or whatever it is. He was phenomenal in the playoffs. He was phenomenal all season. I, I think that's the issue you have right now is that nobody there. knows how to put a fucking puck in the net when the playoffs come around. Ever. It's been the problem for the past five years. Nobody can score in the playoffs, and I don't know what to do with that. You have a guy that just won the Rocket Richard Trophy in the regular season, had forty-one goals in what fifty games, I think it was, and he has one goal over seven in the playoffs that's you're irrelevant. You did absolutely nothing in the series. You have Mitch Marner who begged and pleaded to make Austin Matthews money, got a little bit less than Austin Matthews and did dick all could not find his offense to save his life. I don't know if the answer is to get rid of any of these guys. I don't like it, but at some point you got to take a look and see like, what is your deal work ethic wise that you can't do fuck all when it comes to these moments. A lot of the things that will save these players, though, are that, you know, they're on contracts for a long time. And, yeah, they're not going anywhere. And Tavares being injured, well, there's there's one thing you can kind of say, okay, well, we don't know what the team looks like with Maybe. him completely Maybe. on but it, right? But You that's, should that's be able huge, to beat the Montreal Canadiens without Absolutely, but that's a huge loss without him, yeah. right? So there's one thing. The next thing sure. is how many players are on one-year deals are not expected to come back? Your team, a is, lot. Your team is already going through a major shakeup. Yeah. You have I don't... There's there's zero reason to bring back Wayne Simmons, Joe Thornton, Pierre Ingvall, realistically, but I think he's got one more deal. Um, who else is in that bottom six? Like they're just irrelevant. I if anyone anyone in the bottom six not named Jason Spets, I can go. I don't care. What is Brian? Just like, not is relevant. Nash signed for. No, he's done at the end of the year. No, he's done at the end of the year. Also, their pick moves up because he played in 28.6% of the uh, Leafs playoff games and they needed like 25% in order to keep the pick at a seventh round pick instead of a six. So now they get rid of a six, too. It's great. Um, No, but anyone in the bottom six can go. They're just not relevant. Like Ilya Mikheyev has done nothing for the past year and a half, and we still think he's going to be a piece in this organization. Like he's not good enough. He can go. He can be a a bottom. No, I'm done with him. He can't put him. He can't score. He can't score. He can't give you that goal just once every four games from your fourth line. You do because you're not getting scoring anywhere right now. No, you can have it from other players. If you bring in other players on. But that's what we've said for years. We're like, oh, we'll just bring in different guys and we'll just keep these guys around. It's not a thing anymore. It needs to. They need to blow something up. Different guys, though. Like you said, there is players that from within who are capable of making an impact on this team sure. next year. I think Roni Hervonen gets a chance. I think um, Rodion Amirov has a chance. I think Nick Robertson should be a starter in the top six right. next season. And if not, what are we doing? Um, there's guys around that can do a job. Hello, Vladdy. How are you? 
Um, sorry. Um, there's guys that can do the job, but they're just not using them and they're filling it with garbage contracts from veterans and stuff like that. I would like to see Bogosian come back. You have to though, because, oh, absolutely. I love that's the play. only veteran deal that I like. I loved his play. He looked really like just aggressive everywhere and yeah. not afraid to jump up fast. Like it was weird how fast he looked out there. I know he's not the most, you know, speedy skater, but he just, no, looked- but he was great. He was a good, yeah. honestly, he wasn't even that bad of a skater. There were no, times when he'd go on a rush like, and I'm like, holy so shit, he's got yeah, some he wheels. He kind of got up there, right? Which is yeah. expected. I think one of the things is solidifying that that fifth defender. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for me, like if Jake Muzzin is healthy, for sure. For me. You hope that like Jake Muzzin, TJ Brody, and um, Morgan Riley. Yeah, I think they're all guaranteed back. They all stay, but like okay, then even then even the top four though, right? Like if Bogosian's gonna be top five, top six, Hall can go. Justin back Hall can six. take a long trip to Seattle for all I care. Right. He was or, useless. Or Without Jake Muzzin, one that guy's not a good go. D man. Right. I, I have more faith go, in so. Travis Dermott because Travis Dermott at least has tools. I mean, yeah, I still don't, have, don't think don't he's, a, he's, a, pick, he's a bonehead. He's not a very smart guy. We don't have the option to pick that, right? So well, you could protect one of them. And if I'm leaving a guy open right now, it's more, Justin Hall. You can place. take Justin Hall. I don't care. Take him. You're not. You don't have to protect Bogo because he's gone. You just you're protecting. I think it's four D man, right? If I'm not mistaken, and it doesn't have to be Sandine because he's not. Or you can do the other there. alternative, depending. The but way. you won't because you have way too many forwards to protect. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're going with Riley, Brody, Muzzin, and honestly, maybe Dermot. I'm not protecting Justin Hall. I don't care. You can go. Because I, I don't want him here anymore. He's not good without Jake Muzzin. And he showed that in this in this playoffs. Okay, um, so but just moving him down to at least the, the sixth, right? Or even the seventh is is not that bad. But that's what I'm no, saying. Like the top no. four. He's a good seventh D man, but relying on I him every day is impossible. In the, in the top four then to go alongside of a Muzzin. Like Brody looks incredible in the top two. I hope that he stays there and that he's earned the trust. And even if Riley needs to slide down to the second pairing. And you can bring in a top two defenseman, like not that you absolutely need it, but let's say that you you bring in that kind of potential, you know, yeah. like just let's let's just have a solid top five to six now, right? Where you can slot in a rookie to try some things out, or sure. if Sandy decides I think to blow it up, then then he's there, right? Your and moves Germany next year, you, you don't even need to bring in D men at this point because you have Sandine, you have Liljegren, who looked great in his short stint in NHL, I might add. Um, I forget the other one. Is it Toppy Niemela? I think is a D-man. He won the D-man of the year in the uh, in that World Junior tournament. So I mean, the guy can play. There's they have options. They have three guys right now that I think could be legitimate NHLers next year. Defense isn't a worry. You keep Riley because he he was fantastic in that in that series. I think I forgot to mention him in the original thing. Morgan Riley was fantastic in the entire playoffs. There's I have zero issues with with the, no, what Morgan. Riley I wanted him to see more time. To be honest, I know that the- he played a lot. <laughs> No, really. I meant more in like the the power play. Like yeah, they kept him on PP two when Thingy was there. I don't get right. it. I but, get that, but like for me, if if this power play is struggling mm-hmm. and they're just kind of sitting in the zone, moving the puck around and not getting tired, at no point do I want to see power play two. Okay, there, I would there, rather stack no, power no, play one God, and no. just try to run with that. Not in the playoffs. Have- in the regular season, I liked having two power play units because like he gives you a lot of options, but. But in, in the playoffs, like you run your best for two and minutes and you hope to too, score. Man. Your power play needs to figure it out. How many opportunities did they have to get back? You in know what's wrong with their play? fucking power play? 
You have Mitch Marner and his muffin of a shot in a one-timer position, shooting pucks at Carey Price's chest all series. Do you know what's amazing about Tampa Bay's power play? All of them are in one-timer positions. Yes, but where they can the guys that can shoot are in one-timer positions. You have Stamkos, Cooch, and Hedman in one-timer positions. You don't have Mitch Marner, the passer, in a shooting spot. And I don't understand how you can watch the first two games of that series and be like, oh, yeah, no, this is good, and not move Marner into where the net is or, like, in the bumper spot. There's zero reason to have Mitch Marner shooting the puck on the power play. He didn't have a power play goal all year long. He didn't score one. So why is he there and William Nylander standing down by the net with his rocket of a shot? He had five goals in seven games, and you're putting him down by the net. It makes yep, zero sense. Well, continuing to get some time out there, I'm not understanding of that either. I don't get it. I don't you get know, it. I, don't he, I mean, I think a lot of that's on his own doing. He does take some shorter shifts just to keep himself fresh. But so even I, so, on the power ride. play, for him to be there? For him to not be on line one after game four is embarrassing. Like, it just clearly wasn't working with Matthews and Monner. It just didn't make sense to not have, have him up. No. But realistically, people keep complaining about the power play and like, oh, get rid of Manny Malhotra. You don't need the power play to score to win the series. Montreal proved that. They had two goals on the power play. One of them was a five on three. <laughs> like, you don't need that power play to succeed that much for you to win. You should be scoring at five on five. There's no reason that team shouldn't be scoring goals, and it just makes no sense. Maybe keeps the problem. I don't think so. I think Keith did a decent job. You can only do so much. You can't make guys play better. It just doesn't they exist. Also, they He's also had a really tough string of... Of, you know, having so many things go wrong in a row, right? Like, yeah, you remember yeah, that they, the, the coaches, the goal, the coaches challenge, the failed was, coaches yeah, challenge, the Marner flips it out. And then that's it. You know, I think for everybody right there, it was just the same, like Marner's expression was mm-hmm. the rest of the series. Yeah. You knew it. I think at, at that point, you're just like, this is, this is it. It's over. It's yeah. Done. That's when you felt scared, right? Everybody. I, I gave up on the series after they scored that overtime winner in game six i'm like we're not winning game seven i just there's no reason to believe so i i didn't care too much about game seven um i don't know a lot of people are online talking about how they should trade mitch marner and i mean a lot of people and i i don't i don't know if that's the case i'll I'll reset it (laughs) um a lot of people are online talking about how they should trade mitch marner um, a lot, a, a lot of people. I mean, why is he not able to figure it out in the playoffs? Right. This is the opportunity to figure that out. And if he then, you know, if the Matthews Marner thing doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know, the issue is that there was no, there was no breaking Sheldon Keefe's mind that Matthews and Marner were going to separate, right? Nylander no. could come up, but yeah. Matthews and Marner, like Couldn't Marner could not go down. And um, I'm, not, I'm like, I'm not understanding why, right? I even yeah, think I, that I at, some, at some point there was Kerfoot, Galchenyuk, and Nylander out together, and they looked fast. They looked like they had they're some great. zone entry. They looked great. And then he flashed it for a minute and then went went away from it. Now, a lot of this is hearsay and just people reporting things, but apparently Mitch Marner has been a bit of an issue this year in terms of moving him around on the power play and moving him in and out of the lineup and stuff, like different spots because he doesn't like to be moved around or something. I don't know the this, full story, but if that's the case, man, man just you're in it. <laughs> snap something into that fucking kid. You're, you're not, you don't run the team. I don't give a shit how much money you make. I understand that Mitch Marner is a good kid. I, I really like Mitch Marner, the person. I think he's a great human being. 
I do not like the business side of Mitch Marner. I do not like the fact that his dad is Paul Marner and he made him all this money for no reason. And would I like to trade Mitch Marner? No, I think Mitch Marner is a great fit on this team. Would I like Mitch Marner to be Mitch Marner 100% of the time? Yes, because when that kid is on, he's, he's phenomenal. He moves the puck so well, but you need to swallow your pride and do what it takes to help the team win. Don't go home this fucking offseason and do nothing about this. Change your game. You need put on put on some muscle or something. Make it so you're not paper thin getting pushed off the puck and scared to play in the corners. People talk if, about Willie about it. Man, Mitch is so much worse at it. I think if he can develop a, a quicker snapshot almost and something that where he's able put on to something to make it look like a pass and and like kind of just even get more flex in your stick, right? Yeah. Like just don't be afraid to put a little, little more bend in it if you want no, to, right? Yeah. Like even if you want to put on, let's say, 10 more pounds, 15 more pounds, but make sure that it kind of goes in a way where you can put more flex in your stick to rip one in there. Like sure. that's that's what they're missing, right? Like for yeah. him, it's it's he doesn't look at the goal because he knows that if he does it, it's going to be like not as not as an aggressive as a shot, right? He's going to yeah. have to really put it perfectly. And the, nowadays, like you beat goalies with with speed, right? Yep. Alexander Ovechkin, I don't think has aimed a shot in his entirety. No, just like in the put career. something behind it, man. You have season starts in what October? Hmm. You have all of June, July, August, and September. You have four months. This do something you. about this. But this do something. This is the first time in Mitch Marner's career that all of Leafs Nation hates him right now. He's not, the there's not a lot of Mitch Marner fans in, in Toronto fandom right now. This is also the first time where you walked in supposed to be the winner mm-hmm. and you didn't come out. Mm-hmm. You were the only legitimate upset. I understand they were standing upsets in the in the playoffs, but yeah. you were the only legitimate upset that made it through. This every was other legitimately. Team, every other team, you can justify how they were able mm-hmm. to win and that they were able to go on to the next round of the round after that, pointing yep. out key players. But yep. this team should not have lost the way that they did, right? No. To go up 3-1 and then to just completely lose it. Yeah. It's um, like, is it like watching yeah, Golden no. State again? You, you know, like it, how, if how, did, how does so much talent not work together? If you're Mitch Marner and you are watching what's happening right now in the Leafs fandom and you're, you just watch what happened to your team, <clears throat> you need to take a look at yourself and actually put some effort in here or you will be gone. I, there's Right now, I think Leafs Nation's trading Mitch Marner. I don't think Kyle Dubas is trading Mitch Marner. It's just, it doesn't make sense to trade Mitch Marner at his absolute worst. This is the worst we've ever seen out of Mitch Marner. Why trade him now? Also, what are you um, going to get for him? That exactly. Like, everyone's if, talking Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel doesn't help. Well, you just want to push JT down to the third the third line? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Unless one of them moves, moves to wing, and then it's a, if you move JT to the wing now, it's a really bad contract for a winger because a lot of his value is at center. But you know so what? It doesn't man, make sense. I really have a tough time bringing a disgruntled athlete into exactly. the organization, especially exactly. to try and save it. And like, you An know injured this, disgruntled ax, uh, athlete, I might have. And you know what this might do? This also might like piss off Matthews, piss mm-hmm. off Brody, who just got here, right? Piss off Riley. And just that, then they're going to say, you know, this is not the organization for me. The team likes Mitch Marner. The team loves Mitch Marner. The team he's loves gonna, Mitch Marner. He's too good not to I like out. Mitch Marner. His I game th- has grown, I think, each year. Yeah. Not consistent, like not when you it's want it just, to, obviously. Yeah, the key <laughs> but, moments he doesn't seem to be there. But like this isn't an every year thing for Mitch Marner. It's just a recent playoff dude, performance for Mitch Marner. He wasn't 
supposed to score like no that's, but me, he didn't do a lot of anything so there's to that. me it's 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 also like from austin matthews is yeah. i understand that you were frustrated you had bodies on you at all points sure yeah but i you think have, dude you have got to find a way right yeah watch McKinnon, especially if you're watch, austin matthews watch mckinnon watch mcdavid if you want to be a top five player in this league top three player in this league <laughs> don't watch me just watch mckinnon dude because that guy made some goals but he made some goals yeah two scoreless games too Uh, absolutely anyone that said um austin matthews or leon dreisaitl is anywhere near nathan mckinnon this year go check yourself because austin matthews for sure leon dreisaitl just as much they are not nathan mckinnon and they clearly do not have that takeover ability now you can work on that because nate mckinnon didn't used to be nate mckinnon nate mckinnon used to be pretty bad himself and the guy went to work and sat there with one of the greatest hockey players of all time in Sidney Crosby, and he became a Hart Trophy candidate every gonna, single year. I'm going to give everyone a little hint. All right? yeah. You want to be one of the best athletes, roll you yourself out to them. the East Coast, yeah, get apparently. some of that water, that fresh sea air, mm-hmm. you were, you'll be good to go. Okay? Now, I think Austin Matthews took a step in the right direction last offseason when he worked out with Connor McDavid, and they went and did their whole thing in Arizona. I think that's good. I think you need to go to a different person and train with them, maybe – maybe find someone like Sid and be like, Hey, can you teach me for a bit? They don't have a relationship. I get it. But if you're Mitch Marner, you need to be doing something along those lines. You need to change your game and you need to put some actual work in. If you're still a Toronto Maple Leaf, I, maybe they want to trade him. Who knows? I don't think, I don't see it happening. That's too drastic of a move. It just doesn't really make a, little, a lot of sense. They, that know? was the, it was the best regular season leaf team of all time. Like we've said though, you, you already have so many things changing. There are already so many other pieces. Mm-hmm. Why do you want more things? Why do you want more balls to juggle? Right. Just let let the top let like let the top forwards figure it out. Let the top defensemen figure it out, get healthy, come back and yeah. do exactly what they were supposed to do, right? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. You, you see a fly or something? Like no, something just dinged in my headphones. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know. Uh I do not envy Kyle Dubas. I do not envy Brendan Shanahan. Uh I don't really care about Keith. I think he'll be fine. Nobody's judging Keith right now. They're saying he should be fired. Yes. Um, I don't agree with it. It's but like nobody's nobody's looking at Sheldon Keith to make a move. So I think that I'm looking at him as well to make an adjustment though, right? Yeah, I saw a lot of the maybe, same. Sure. He, but like if you're complaining really about someone right now, you're complaining about the makeup of the team. You're not complaining just, about that. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man. Like, you can't I don't think Sheldon Keith did a phenomenal job is he the best coach that we've ever seen no but he's also really good at what he does and i think he's the right coach for the job still he just had a like you can't force guys to be better it's just not a thing and i've already said that second full season with the team this is his first full season and it's not even a full season last year he came in halfway through this year he had half a season like give the guy had 82 games no no total i think he had over 80 Uh, yeah because he's the he's the fastest to 100 wins? I don't know. Okay. Whatever whatever it was. He was great. I honestly, I think he was fantastic. I don't, so have, seen, I don't have issues with Sheldon Keith. So we've seen half season. It's not Sheldon Keith's fault that Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews couldn't score. Could he have changed the lines? Maybe. But we also just judged Keith last year when he did change the lines to put Matthews with Nylander and Marner and like he doing all that. So, I mean, you can't win. If the team doesn't win, you're not going to be happy with the coach. And I get it. But there's really nothing he could have done. One of the best things that Montreal did to all series was win faceoffs. And, you know, you can give a lot of credit to Philip Deneau, who just stepped in and and 
owned Austin Matthews on yep. every single part of that ice. Mm-hmm. But they did exactly what they needed to do, and that's got possession and you know and used the it. Leafs to play from behind. Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. I don't think any questions are going to be answered anytime soon, right? You're gonna look no. to free like free agency is when the big questions are yeah. gonna like you know what Leafs fans they just need to, to chill out, they need to avoid the playoffs, not watch the second round because you're gonna watch Boston just get their way through to another Stanley Cup. Yeah, and you're gonna um, feel sorry about it. <laughs> we've had people bitching and complaining for what four years when did neil Anders sign that deal three years ago two. i think two. it was three or four years ago two i thought however many years it's been when babcock was there no it was yeah but like it was when babcock was there for the full season um because he's played two years it's three years ago he signed that deal so for the past three years we've had be- people bitching and complaining about william nylander and how they should trade him and he's been the t- even before that honestly they're just like the topic of conversation was trading william nylander and Kyle Dubas did never traded William Nylander. So to think that you're going to step in here and be like, oh, the Leafs need to trade Mitch Marner. And he's just going to be like, yeah, you know what? We're right. We should trade Mitch Marner. You're kidding yourself. Kyle Dubas has a plan in mind. Whether or not that's trading Mitch Marner, who knows? But to me, it seems like Mitch Marner fits the style of game that Kyle Dubas wants. And I think this is where you see Kyle Dubas take over and go, enough of this. I'm doing this my way because he hasn't done it his way. He's brought in. He's brought in Kyle Clifford. He brought in Jumbo Joe. He bought in. Brought in Wayne Simmons. Um, just I, there's a long list. She, I think the only guys Kyle, that he brought in that he wanted was T.J. Brody and Tyson Berry. Was Kyle Clifford more about Kyle Clifford or about Jack Campbell? Well, in the long run, he brought in Jack Campbell, and that was fantastic. Right. I think he brought in Jack. He brought in the toughness of Kyle Clifford because everybody wanted right. it. But now, now we're having the conversation that Jack Campbell is going to be the starting. Goal he was the main the reason that, that. Yeah. So it was a great trade. Um, but he brought in all these guys because everyone told him that's how you win playoff games and they haven't done it. I think now you might see a changing from Kyle Dubas. He's not going anywhere. There's no way they're getting rid of Kyle Dubas at the players that do get re-signed though. I they, don't think they re-sign anyone. I don't even think I don't think Zach Hyman deserves a contract. We've gone this long. I haven't said a damn thing about Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman think, was fucking terrible in that. I think season. Jason Spezza sees another contract. Oh, Jason Spezza. Sorry, I forgot about Spezza. Right. Um, Spezza will see a contract. Yeah, that's probably. the only guy. That's the only one. Zach Hyman was awful in that in that entire series. There wasn't one game where I looked at Zach Hyman. I'm like, wow, he's playing pretty well. He would kill every single offensive drive. They'd hand him the puck. He'd take, skate behind the net and try a wraparound on Carey Price uh, every shift. Way too much. For on Zach a line Hyman. with Matthews and Marner, Zach Hyman should have the puck for 10 seconds total the entire game. Get your times? ass in front of the net and let them do work. Stop giving Zach Hyman the puck. He was terrible. How many times is it a one-timer opportunity and it went to oh Zach Hyman? God. And oh he my had God. to like so stop many the puck times. and then shoot it low pad, you know? <laughs> was just i i don't even really know what to say like it was he was not good and if you're going to come to me as zach hyman and say hey i want seven million dollars i look at him and go did you see what you just did for the you past seven ottawa. games you, you are not william ottawa nylander sure in ottawa. like a lot of heart seeing. great he's got a lot of heart he's a toronto kid great a great guy i have nothing wrong with zach hyman but don't act like zach hyman is anywhere near what we need the guy did nothing with the puck and he's just hard. He's hard on people. Cool. There are tons of two to three million dollar guys that can do what Zach Hyman does. Maybe not to the extent that Zach Hyman does it, but they get the job done. Nonetheless, you don't need to overpay for Zach Hyman. If he wants more than four, he's gone because he's not worth it. It just does not make sense for this team right now. 
So you, you, I let him walk 100%. Other than that, who are your, actually, you know what? Bogosian's another free agent. I wouldn't hate coming back. Yep. We um, said that though. Yeah. But like that's. Bogosian and Spezza come back. I think you say thank you for your time, Jumbo and Wayne, but we're going to go a different direction. I'm sorry we couldn't get it done for you. I love, I love those two as people. They're great guys. They're, they're just salt of the earth human beings, but they're not what the Toronto Maple Leafs need, especially now with the fandom just crumbling around it it's easy uh, i don't even know who else is a free agent i think travis dermott's technically a free agent but i think he's an rfa so Honestly, he's not too, the, there are some interesting free agents out there too yeah. that i'm seeing yep like there's going to be some people who i yep. think are going to be you know wanting to come to, <laughs> to toronto keep going like i just think that you know this is an organization that that brings in a lot of heart, like we've said, right. They've shown it this season and, and Dubas is able yeah. to, you know, he's able to convince a lot of players that this is a culture they want to be a part of. Yeah, for sure. You know, no, they, absolutely. I don't know what they do in that room. I don't know what Shanahan says. I don't know, but they can do it now. Right. They have that ability to say, come play for Toronto. Right. It's, How many players- it's a team you don't hate playing for Jason if you're from here. Spezza, Jason Spets has dedicated his time here. Joe Thornton has played for two other teams and left San Jose to come to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Right. TJ Brody said, I'm going to come here and try my absolute best to win for Toronto. Those are all guys that are pretty, that are, are names. And I understand that they're later in their careers, especially Thornton and Spetsa, but sure. to have them come out and say, yeah, we want to play here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we want to be part of this organization. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal. I didn't, I don't have any worries in free agency, right? No. There's, it's going to be tough for sure. Yeah. But they're going to be able to convince a lot of guys because like we've said, like there's, there's holes in their top six, there's holes in their top four defense. Like you, you can bring in somebody and easily say you're going to compete for this and you're going to help us, us get there. Right. I think this is the first year where you're going into free agency, not worrying about the defense. <laughs> like I think right. if you can manage to get Bogosian back, but somehow dude, if you can if you I think can your make a splash even right if you are able to kind of bring in a solid a solid defenseman you're not going to be upset right for bringing in pieces it's kind of like the way i was thinking with the jays like they brought in marcus Simeon for for just for almost a joke it seemed because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a year and then mm-hmm. now he's he's one of the better players because george springer hasn't played yeah. now he's one of the best free agent signings that we had because He's actually pan- he's, like kind of panning out. He's doing. He's something. the second best player on this team. It's crazy. Right. Um, I'm just trying to look. I mean, Dougie Hamilton's a free agent, but like that's not helping I love our Dougie issue. Hamilton, but Dougie Hamilton is going to get so much money, man. It's, yeah, it's also this, not going to help the issue. No, I don't think his like he statistics. Doesn't... If you look at Dougie Hamilton, he he's like he's incredible. Yeah. Um, I think somebody you know like Alex Ovechkin's going back to Washington, but that would be fun. That would be fun. Ryan gets last too old. You're not doing that again. Taylor Hall is going to make too much money. David Krejci is going to make too much money. Uh, Paul Stastny's too old. Derek Stepan's just no. But do you think like Philip Deneau, like bringing in somebody like that? I need someone that can score. I'm done picking up guys that are really good at defense because they don't help. Our issue isn't defense. It's been the same thing every year. I don't care. I want someone that can put the puck in the net. Who have we picked up in the last four years that has been able to put the puck in the net? You want Thomas to turn? Not really. Exactly. Not for the price. Taylor Hall. Honestly, that's the style of play I want. Maybe Thomas Tatar. Taylor Hall is going to Boston. I was going back. back. Felino's. Unless you're gonna, unless you're gonna pay big money for like Gabriel Landeskog, who can't score (laughs) either. Yeah, that's not a helpful thing. Like, I mean, Brandon saw it. Landy, Blake Coleman. 
I think Landy's a really, I think Landy's a way better Zach Hyman, but he's not Absolutely. going anywhere. He's going back to Colorado because they all play for $12 in Colorado. Right. I think, right. I think Nate McKinnon makes the most at like $15 a year. They're all making minimum wage to go play for the Colorado. You don't want like a Mike Hoffman, Paul Stastny. Like, I would love Mike Hoffman. Are you kidding me? I would love to see Mike Hoffman come here this year, next year, because he can score. That's the one thing that nobody else in this team can do. Um, You're not going to get a score unless you trade for It's just, obviously, you're bringing back Tyson Berry, naturally. Uh, Eric Stahl is not worth it. What, are you going to move him to the uh, forward? forward. Honestly, I bring back Tyson Berry as a winger. He's really good with the puck. He's just not good at playing defense. Sure, why not? Army is not good. Bobby Ryan, dude, that's a guy that has some offensive talent. I wouldn't hate to see it. There's not a lot of options out here, if I'm being honest. No. Especially this offseason. Blake Coleman. Blake Coleman would be fun. Like, do you want to play? Do you want to pay Nuge? <laughs> I don't want to pay Nuge. Exactly. Not at all. That guy can't score. This is not a year that you need to go looking for scoring. I just that's, that's the unfortunate. That's the part. only thing they need. I would bring Gouch back on another one million dollar deal. But okay. Nothing so more. You're hoping that he kind of does something. I think more. with a full year, he looks really good. Like, would um, you take a flyer on like Jaden Schwartz? You know, you know what would he's, be neat? He's had some talent scoring. He's had some ability when the Blues. He's were... also really good in the playoffs. I would think about it. Yes. Right. Um, because you're not worried about winning in the regular season anymore. I don't think this Toronto team has a problem winning in the regular season. Blake Coleman. We've seen they can least... play. Blake Coleman scores at least five highlight real goals a season mm-hmm. for just being fast. <laughs> Give me, give me Blake Coleman. Give me, who did you just mention? Jaden Schwartz. <clears throat> Jaden Schwartz, thank you. Give me Bobby Ryan. I think you could fit them all under what Zach Hyman and Freddie Anderson are making this year. And then you just plug the hole with Chris Drieger in that, that backup position. Why not? I think if he's still playing, I think you would see Kyle Dubas take another run at Tyler Ennis because he's his type of guy and he wants someone that can score. Corey Perry, bring him in. He was a scoring machine. <laughs> Fuck that. They, the they did talk to him this year, so it's possible. Of course they um, did. He's Josh gonna, Levo's the name that's out come. there. Bottom line. Josh Levo know. does not help your scoring. Ryan Dezingle does no. not help your scoring. No. I don't like envy, I don't no envy Kyle Dubas the next two months. It's going to be an absolute shit show of a time for him. There's going to be people talking about how he needs to be fired every single day. And he's going to have to try and put together a lineup that somehow turns into a playoff team. And I don't envy him one bit for it. You need to not swing and miss in free agency. That's the issue as well, right? I don't want to hear the Toronto Maple Leafs have been involved with this name, this name, this name, and then you miss out. Sure, you need to get your guy. They need to get guys that fit, though. I'm tired of them getting just the the, just names. Like I think you'll be Joe Thornton's great, but he was just the names they get because they are going to believe that scoring comes from within, right? Robertson coming up, sure. I don't think Somebody you see much score. this year. Honestly, you no. don't think you see much this year. I think that there'll be a, a shock or two, right? That's where I think, but that's why I think they're going to do something defensively because there's more yeah. defensive shock names, like more defensive names that will kind of put Leafs. David Savard, ease. maybe. Right? Alec Martinez. Sure. Alec Martinez which, is going to get way too much money. He can't absolutely. But he knows Jake Muzzin. Him and him and yeah, Jake Muzzin. No. Like, there's, ring. There's a, you just, you're not going to be able to pay him. No, absolutely. I'm, a lot maybe. of the names that are out there, like you're not going to be able to pay. You don't know what the market's going to be, though, man. No. Yeah, I guess this we'll is not. This is I not a year. Cap's not going, going up, up, right? Right. The cap's sitting where it is, so teams are um, going to be strapped, especially sorry. with trying to pay their when, own players. When Alexander Ovechkin comes here next year for minimum, uh, 
league men, and we have two of the best goal scorers of all time, then we'll, we're laughing. When Ovechkin actually jumps over to the Pittsburgh Penguins, and uh, he's going back to Washington, there's just throws, there's no chance of this. Throws away this idea of Sid versus Ovi, and now just has Ovi and Sid. <laughs> Ovi versus Ovi. Can you imagine like he goes somewhere else? So where, if you had to pick a, a second destination, there, let's say it's Alexander I would love him to come here. I would love him to go to New York. Could you imagine a second line of John Tavares, <laughs> Alex Ovechkin, no. and Mitch Marner? If you ever, because you're not Alex putting him with Matthew. There's no point. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Why? You want one timers from both sides? Because it's no, unreal. Because that's your power play. Is you have both of them on either side, but Great. like. I no. want Mitch Marner. Alex Ovechkin the is there. not seeing anything but the first line. If you bring him in here, there's no All right, way. Could you imagine a second line of Austin Matthews, William Nylander, and Alex Kerfoot? No, Nick Robertson? No. Way better. Can you imagine Way a better. first line of Alex Ovechkin, uh, Austin Matthews, <laughs> and William Nylander? Well, who's going to pass? <laughs> just it doesn't matter. Shoot. It doesn't matter. In 100 shots a night. But yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. just said you need scoring. I don't need to pass. We need um, to score. I have nothing left to say about the Leafs. I probably do. I could probably sit here for hours, you but I, I don't want to anymore. This is I'm just, making this bit so right done. now. Yep. Phil Kessel, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. I'm good. I'm good. That's way too much for a guy that doesn't play defense. No, I'm just, he's going to, they're going to eat some money. I'm not saying they're yeah, just going to take the I'm, full money. Maybe, I'm just letting you know. Maybe. Phil, why not? Phil Kessel, fuck if it. you're listening, wherever you're at. At this point, at. fuck it. Trade everybody for 11 Scott. There's 12 Scott Sabarins and. Who, who can we get uh, on D? John John Scott, are six, you in retirement still? Six Ben Sherrods. John Scott, I want do. John Scott. I've reached. The, I've uh, honestly reached the point where I just don't care. I I, I don't care. Like even I don't know. Your speech says otherwise. There's no effort on this team. Um, let me know when you guys decide that it's time to play hockey in the playoffs, and I'll come back. Until then, I just don't really care. If they if they don't change this team, I don't know. You're not going anywhere. I would like to talk about a team that brings me much more joy. Why don't we do some second round predictions and then we can do? That? Oh, you're right. Um, second round has started already, which well, is I think is, started for starters. Really stupid, but Tampa's already up one nothing. Colorado, <laughs> Colorado bent oh. over. Oh, I'm on the Colorado <laughs> bandwagon. I don't know about you, but they are my team for the rest of the run here. Oh, I and think once they're, they're out, I'm done because I, I honestly like I I think I was trying to make a bit for Vegas, but no, no, Colorado no, no, is no, no, I'm too not good. interested. Also, you know what? Before we even get into it, Ryan Reeves got suspended two games. I don't like it. I think he should have got much more. Oh. I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do in that situation. It looked like he was just trying to choke out uh graves <laughs> weird like, uh, weird i don't play. know what like his helmet's already off and he's like grabbing him by the neck and just shoving him into the ground it's not good i like that is not a hockey play ever um and realistically ryan graves did nothing wrong his hit was huge but it wasn't illegal fight him if you want to sure but like you're gonna try and go after him and injure him because he hit your guy really hard get out of here man i think revo deserved at least six Especially after what Kadri got, I think Revo deserved at least six. Um, but he didn't. He got two because who the fuck knows with this uh, department of suspensions? Um, yeah. Anyways, second round. We'll start with that series because oh my god, the Colorado Avalanche are winning the Stanley Cup. Dude, they could have swept us. I don't know oh what we said god. about Chad, but I think I said. Maybe- I definitely didn't say Colorado in four, but I I might want to. Yeah, I think I said Colorado in six. Um, I'm I'm gonna pull it up. Or five, maybe I don't know. Maybe I actually said seven. 
Uh, I know I said Colorado. Where is the Colorado series? They're just too good. I had them in six. You had them in seven. Right. I, I at I'm, the time I thought it was going to be way tighter. Um, I think I'll stick to it. Sure. I don't think in so. a weird way. Well, we don't yeah. have a choice but to stick with these. But I think I'm going Colorado in five realistically but on my original pick before the series i said six so um good lord nathan mckinnon's god that goal he scored where he just ran skated by everyone just they weren't even there like he was side by side with the guy before the blue line and beat him to the he was at the net by the time the guy reached the blue line it was insane i just i don't understand people need to be afraid of that man yes yes he's coming Crazy. He's unbelievable. He, he's like, the he's, best player left by far. It's not even close. Care. He doesn't care. He's go, he's, he's not going to, you know, got a gajillion points in five games. He's going to put you on the highlight reel. He's not going to think about what it's going to do for the rest of your career. He is just going to do mm-hmm. exactly what he wants. And he looks so good. He's got 12 points in five you games. You just can't touch him. You can't push him up the puck. You can't do anything to him. He leads the league and he's played five games. Hmm? It's insane. Uh, just unbelievable. Kale McCarr, too. I just love watching that. Wizard their defense, the man. No, but all their defense. Oh, my God. Ryan Graves there. just dummying. I don't even remember who it was that he hit at this point. Tuck. No, the, was it? it was um, shit. The guy that scored a hat trick in the game before. He was a Finnish guy. <laughs> I don't really remember who it was. Regardless of who it was, he dummied him in the corner and just unloaded on him. Right. And then you have Dev- Devon Taves. Who's just otherworldly somehow? Great pickup. It's just Sam they're Girard. so good. They can't Sam, even get Sam Bowen Byram. Yeah, they can't even get Bowen Byram in the lineup because they're just so good. Phil Grubauer deserving of that Besnanada. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. They're so good. They're so good. Just as long as they don't lose three guys, I don't see how they don't win the cup. No, maintain that. If, if Nate McKinnon can be healthy through the whole run, Kale and McCarr. you get at least one of your goalies to stay healthy the whole time, and Kale McCarr. There's there's zero reason that they don't win the Stanley Cup. I don't. Tampa Bay is not anywhere near what Colorado is. Tampa, Tampa Bay has a way better goalie, and I think Vassal can steal you four games. But that team is not anywhere near what Colorado is. They're going to get slapped around and maybe win. But uh, let's go Boston and who are they playing? The Isles. New York. Yeah, it's it's tied one one right now. It is tied one one. I don't think the Islanders look very good. They're just, they win games that they should. I think I said Boston. Did I say seven? I said Boston in seven. You said Boston in six. I stick with it. I think it's going to be a tight series just because the Islanders find a way to stay in games all the time. But yeah, I just think that Boston's going to rhyme off two wins and that'd be it. You know, it's two, two, and then that's Boston takes the next two. So, yep. Uh, Carolina, Tampa. Ooh. Um, I think you said Carolina. Did you? I know? said Carolina in seven. It's one nothing Tampa right now, but I think they look good in that series. I think they could have a chance. So I'm giving them seven. I just didn't want to pick Tampa because I hate that team. I said Tampa. I think in five. You said Tampa in five. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Tampa in five. It's possible. At least you haven't blown that one yet. So I here. just those goalies. I don't know, man. I'm I'm a, I'm a worried man about the. I don't know. Ned's anymore. been pretty good. He has um, been. He was also placed on waivers at some point in this season. Yeah, I so. think that was just because they had Mrazek and Reimer and they had right. no choice. And no one claimed him, is no. my point, though. He just came out of nowhere. It's crazy. Um, right. The final sure, but... series features the Jets and the Canadians. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, 
Did Jets we say? What, can I change my answer? Fuck it, Habs in four. I don't know. We didn't even talk about it because nothing happened yet. Oh right, we didn't. I, I don't know. I would love to say Jets in five, but I don't know I'm because apparently this. the Canadians are the best team in Canada. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. The Jets in five. I'm not going. There's no way in hell that Carey Price keeps doing this. Fucking clip that and show it to me next round when he has four shutouts. Montreal in six. Okay. I believe you. I need to either help the Jets fans this way by picking them, but Montreal just, if I think I I believe you. I think it's going to happen. I I think you've awoken a beast, and you know what? Remember how they were at the start of the season? Yeah, they're back. They're back. I don't know, man. They're not even that good. They got outplayed in every single game, but Carey Price. Carey Price. There's no hey, way. Jake, Jake Allen, can't I hope keep that, doing this, can you? Jake Allen, I hope that ball cap fits real nice because this yeah. is Carey Price. Welcome show. to your seat, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's the second round. Can we please get to a team that actually makes me feel good about life? Absolutely. <laughs> the Toronto Blue Jays are good. They won four of six in the past two series since, uh, since we've been recording because we didn't really talk about them much, but uh, they probably could have won six to six. Charlie Montoya kind of blew it. Montoya? Montoya. Montoya later. Um, he's not a good manager. I, I I don't know. Everyone's all over him now because, like, oh, he's not making good decisions. He's never made good decisions. He's a great human. I, I really like Charlie Montoya. I hate him as a manager. As, like, a, a, you know, an assistant. I'd keep yeah. Oh, dude, as a bench coach, Charlie Montoya is great because the players love him. The fans should love him because he's really funny, actually. Uh, he's just not a good manager, and that's just the way it is. I, I this is he, not a new conversation. He was almost tinkering too much to the point where he didn't, you know, like it was. He like he stopped. Was, I don't know. Like he was he overthinking was so himself. About the future too. Like oh, like what about tomorrow? And what about our the day, day off? That, right. What about the right. day off tomorrow? I don't like. Right. Oh, and we also just had a, a game earlier. So yeah, you know, who's, if you who's don't available to pitch, yeah. If, I don't know, if I you just, were too busy following the Leafs and you didn't see it, uh, Charlie Montoyo. They were up 5-4 in the 7th, I guess. No, 6th. 7th. 7th. It was the 7th because it was the yeah. extra stupid whatever it was. Um, and he that had already put Tyler happen. Chatwood in in the 6th because Stephen Matz kind of fell apart. And they got the lead again in the 6th. But Chatwood had pitched the 6th. He had two outs, I think he got. So he pitched already. So he came in for the 7th. They wanted to go Tyler Chatwood again for some reason, despite the fact that they had only played like I think it's like three, three, seven inning, no, four, seven inning games and uh, one, nine, nine inning games in the last like five days. They had a day off in between. So it just doesn't make sense to me. But uh, the relievers were fresh as hell. And they put Tyler Chatwood in and he walked the first guy. Nobody warmed up in the bullpen. He walked the second guy. There's nobody warming up in the bullpen. He walked the third guy. Then they decided it's time to warm somebody up in the bullpen. And by that time point, it was way too late. Castro wasn't getting ready in time. Um, so he walked four straight batters before he finally pulled a, pulled him for Castro. And well, at that point, there's one out <laughs> and you have the best hitter on the Indians at the plate in Jose Ramirez. And he just sent a sack fly to right. That's all he had to do. Now, I don't, I, I don't get it. I get, no, I don't get it. I don't know why Chatwood came out there for a second inning when you have like 11 arms that are ready to go. Uh, and I don't know why he didn't have somebody warming up after the first walk. I'm not really sure what he was showing that would even say to somebody. He wasn't like, hey, good in the he, inning before either. 
he wasn't great. He was serviceable. No. Got you by for sure. But he, still, I wouldn't even say he was serviceable. Like he came in with two guys on and just looked ugly. Got two hits now, and a walk. You want to give him the opportunity, I guess, to work out of it. Maybe. And and I guess at that point, if you've already kind of gotten to the to that point, like what's another <laughs> what's another yeah, battery, right? Like, is he sure. gonna figure it out? No, he he had nothing. There Which, was nothing. You know what? I respect nothing. you trusting your players to keep going, but like have a backup plan. Like if you're in your second inning as Tyler Chatwood, who's realistically a one inning guy. If you're in your second inning and you walk the first guy, maybe it's time to be like, yeah, let's uh, let's get someone just in case. And like, how how fair is that to bring in Castro and we'll have say, bases hey, loaded? Don't get bases a hit. Loaded one. Don't out. let him make got, contact. You got nothing. Yeah, it was I, a sack fly, and yeah. that was it. We knew yeah. it. And it's the best hitter in the team. Like it's just like, yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta strike out the best hitter on the Indians. I want this team though to like they're. They're kind of being too patient to make a move right now for me because, man, those teams are making moves again, right? Boston is still holding strong. The Rays are unbelievable yeah. right now, 16 of their last 17, right? And then yeah. you have, like, you have Baltimore trending in the same Baltimore direction, but that's not good to just be no. against Baltimore. And that's what I said. It's like We're getting this- better. You're hitting a shit part of the schedule, too, where, like, all these teams you should be crunching. Uh, and you're not, though. You can't split that to Cleveland. I don't care. I mean, Cleveland apparently is way better than I thought they no, were. But you was... have that lead, don't you? Can't split yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. You can't that. walk them around. That was you it. But you needed the sweep there. I... Did they hit? Did they Honestly, hit one thing? You no. needed the sweep the series before too. But oh, did fine. they hit one thing? No, you walked them around. Yeah, that was no. it. Yeah, it was ugly. Um, yeah, I think they're getting better. I think they're gonna be better. They're gonna but... get healthy. Their bullpen I, I is they get healthy. atrocious. Their bullpen is not good. That needs their to be, starters have been fantastic in the last. The go, bullpen run too and is half. also something that can be. I feel like fixed with a minimal, like damn. I don't even you know, think like, they need to do much. I think they just need to wait and let their guys get healthy. You can't personally. wait right now. You you might dig too big of a hole, man. Maybe these are not. Maybe. Even though they're third, they got they're, they're um they went out and got Carl years. Edwards Jr., which that's it's a reclamation project for sure. But I've seen that guy dominate at times, so maybe oh, that man. helps. Wasn't he from the Cubs when he? Yeah, he was their months? closer yeah. when they won. So or he was their eighth inning guy because that idiot that yeah hard the hard throwing idiot was their closer. Or well, um, this Chapman who yeah that's a guy Labor Torres yeah for, that's a guy he just went and left, went that's back the, the one Yankees. so. Carl Edwards was like, he was a premier reliever in that, in that pen though. Um, and I think he has a chance to be good. Who knows? Maybe he's not what he used to be. He's definitely not what he used to be, but maybe he figures it out. Uh, so their bullpen, I think is, it could come around. You, you might get Merriweather back. He's not close, but you're going to get him back eventually. Hatch, I think comes into the bullpen when he gets back, he has to come onto the roster, which is tough. Um, and then who else really is there? David Phelps is done. I don't know, man. If you think if you're looking at, oh, Baraki was the other one. Ryan Baraki's a phenomenal reliever. And when he comes back, you'll be great. I just think if you add Baraki and Merriweather and Hatch to a bullpen that already has Romano and Dolis looking great, I think you'd be all right. Especially if Carl Edwards can pitch. So we'll see. Who knows with the bullpen? Rotation's been great. I don't have any issues with the rotation for the first time in a while. Ross Stripling tossed a five inning gem in that seven inning game. Uh, got pulled a little quick, but he was, was at like 60 pitches, which was oh my weird. god, he was just carving great. And that's back to back uh outings from him now where he's just looked untouchable. So if he can continue to do that, I'm not worried about Ross Stripling. Uh, Alec Manoa goes again tomorrow. We'll see if he's is what he was. Uh, Robbie Ray is still good. Steven Matz is looking better again. 
he was untouchable through five innings too. And then he just gave it all up in the sixth, but he was really good through five. Just and then Hinjin Ryu is Hinjin Ryu. So I just think that it's going to come around. You're going to get healthy again. You're going to get Kevin back eventually. You're going to get Springer back eventually. This team's in a really good spot to compete, especially with this garbage part of the schedule coming through right now. You pick up a few wins here, you're right in the mix. They have the best winning percentage of any fourth place team in the majors right now, which is crazy. They, they, but yet they sit fourth. They're sitting fourth because the division is fucking ridiculous. And that's the issue, right? That's the, you know, you're in a real stack division. And, and once again, the Rays just yeah. being the Rays. We are... have 10 more games against Baltimore. Oh, for I would sure. just like to point I'm that out. I'm excited. Every other team has played a lot of games against Baltimore. We played yeah. none. None. And like, I'm not, I don't fear the Yankees because they just got swept by Detroit. No. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that team. We can pass them. The Rays are uh, way better than I thought they'd be. I don't understand I think even it. The Red Sox are way better than anybody thought they'd be. Yeah, I think the Rays Except are better me. than they thought they'd be. Yeah, you were good with the Red Sox. It was yeah. a good choice. I think the yeah. Rays are better than they thought they'd be. Because I don't know where this came from. They just find guys in the dumpster that the Rays are just all stars. Yeah, they're crazy. They just they keep rotating through trading players. Again. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know that Hunter Renfro is not on that team anymore. He's in Boston. Yeah, like, no, I don't you know, get it. Um, that, that I just watched this play from Vlad. I would just like to point out Vlad everywhere on the diamond. is just wickedly baseball smart. He just went from first to third on a ground ball to the third baseman. Yes, he did. Like, that's insane. He's it's just, possible. he hits well. He's playing great defense. He's an he can, incredible base runner. Now that he can move his that's IQ awesome. is, is like his legs catch up. You can his see IQ. his IQ. It's nuts. Yep. Yeah. He um, was definitely hindered by that. Right. Yeah. It sucks getting the yeah. first and like being out of breath. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's it. You got to go run bases. Yeah. I love watching Vladimir Guerrero play baseball. So great. He's the MVP. Like, it, don't. It's not close. Don't even talk to me. No. I had people trying to comment on that Shohei Otani versus Vlad thing I posted. And it's just like, he, there's not really much of an argument for Shohei Otani. He's not among, he's like, he's not even among the top 30 pitchers in the majors right now. And his hitting numbers are worse than Vlad in every category. It's just like, yeah, I think Shohei Otani is an incredibly talented baseball player. He's doing something. Nobody's he's done. doing something yeah. that absolutely nobody's, but that's a lot of pressure as well. And that's a lot of pressure to maintain that. And right? Not only are you worrying about, oh, I have to start every five days. Yeah. He's got to I hit, also yeah. have to hit. And I also have to be responsible his, for an organization. His team stinks. Right. Exactly. I'm also responsible for an organization where Mike Trout is injured and yeah. Anthony Rendon is hitting sub 220. I don't like, think this holds up for, I think he's going to get was. a lot more, but yeah, he, he doesn't walk right now as it is. Um, or even like, I think he's good. Pitch, they're just going to pitch crazy to him, man. Like that's it. Yeah. I'm not Put sitting here on. saying I don't like Shohei Otani. I think Shohei Otani is so cool. Just what he can do. League MVP, though. Unbelievable. I just don't think he's the MVP because the MVP is playing in Buffalo right now. Thank God. It's in Buffalo right now. It's so much better. It's you just like, home oh, it's this is an the... actual home game. It's not a, it's not a home game for the Marlins tonight. It's a home game for the Blue Jays. It's so cool. It's almost uh, like they wanted us to play the Rays. Yeah. So often just to like, yeah, they packed know. all in there. Like the Atlanta games too. Yeah. No, this is great. I'm so yeah. happy they're back in Buffalo. It's going to be great. I, the thing with this team is like, you know what? As a Leaf fan, you you kind of you're gonna get your heart broken because you expect them to be at least contending for the Stanley Cup. This team, they're great, they're fun, nothing to and, lose, and I don't think they're gonna be contending for the World Series. But they could be a playoff team. If they don't, I don't think anyone cares. 
I think the plan really kicks in next year and the year after, yeah. right? That's when you need to make these. Yeah, eventually so. they're going to get heartbreaking if they can't find wins in the playoffs. But right now, they're, they, they literally cannot break my heart. There's just no possible the, way for them to do it. They played two games in the playoffs. Like, yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, I have zero <laughs> expectation. It's fantastic. I'm so Wait, excited for this, How many rounds? Yeah, I don't like it. Um, yeah, so that's it. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. If you're a Leaf fan, I'm sorry. We're all in this together here, I guess. I uh, um, I was thinking maybe, you know, people, if you made it this far, what you can do is you can uh, you can send us in what your current jersey is and what it's doing or something. Maybe Show you know, me where you your yeah. current Leaf jersey is. We want to know what your current Leaf jersey is yeah. and what it's doing and I what it will like be to. doing for the remainder of the offseason. So, Brant. Mine are in my shed. In his shed. In a box. They're gone in a box for the foreseeable future. The, I may yeah. need to rescue my Nylander sweater because I don't I, I made that one. And it the gasoline really cool. is far away. Don't worry. I won't destroy that stuff because I spent way too much money on it. So, so we want to know. We want to see. I what do want to know. We want to see what you're doing. Mine is just sitting in a ball in the corner of the room. <laughs> I haven't touched it. I just said, you know mm-hmm. what? That's going to stay there. Yep. It's uh, okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you are this far. Uh, don't forget to follow us at the BNB pod underscore on Instagram and Twitter and at the BNB podcast on TikTok. I uh, really enjoy communicating with all of you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you can also check out our merch and more content at dasports.com. And yeah, you can catch us at the end of this week sometime, probably Friday or whenever. I don't, whenever I get these things posted, I'm really good at this. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. Cheers.